My name is Sarah Batista, and this is the first episode of the She Flew the Coop podcast. Totally on a whim, totally my personality. I'll explain that story in just a moment. But first, I want to introduce my husband. Yay. (laughs) Doesn't he sound so thrilled to be my co-host, my very first co-host? Actually, let me tell you what happened. I couldn't find anybody else, so I dragged him into this, and I said, babe, all you have to do is just say yes or no. I'll do all the talking, but I just need somebody to kind of, like, bounce conversation off with. So, babe, yes or no? Yeah. (laughs) This is going great so far. No, so I will tell you this. So, a couple of my friends for the past few months have... um, Talk to me about possibly starting a podcast. And I kept saying, you know, that seems too complicated, too many logistics involved. Like, I don't want to go through all that, setting up, scheduling, coordinating, all of that, right? So I dismissed the idea with multiple people. And then today, as it happens, it just so happened that a, a coworker says to me, hey, have you heard about this this uh, app that you can do on your phone for podcasting? I'm like, what? What is that? So I started looking it up, do a little research. Boom, in a few minutes, got it downloaded, and here I am recording the first ever She Flew the Coop podcast. And really, this is just a trial, but I want you to get something out of it, even in the first one, you know, even if we're just like working out the kinks. So, babe, do you want to explain to people what She Flew the Coop is? I can give it to you from my perspective. Sure. So, to me, it's a... A message. It's a movement. Um, although it caters more to more so to women, I think it's not necessarily the message is not gender specific. But basically, to me, she flew the coop means to step out or fly or take a leap uh, of faith. Uh, step out of your comfort zone. Uh, to pursue a dream, uh, to to pursue destiny, purpose, to uh, to better, to make a better way of life, um, face fear, overcome obstacles. Yeah, babe, you're doing such a great job as my co-host. Yeah. <laughs> That was that yes was no. that, yeah. that was what I told him to do. Say yes or no. Just say yes or no. That's all this is. So yeah, he's right. It's all of those things. And I'll tell you how it got started was because I worked in television for many, many years. I was a TV news reporter for about 10 years. And I was also a single mom at that time. My boo and I are newlyweds. We just got married two months ago, but we've known each other 22 years. And that's a whole nother story yeah. for a whole nother <laughs> another conversation but the my point is uh what was my point babe where was i going with that yeah you're telling the story yeah (laughs) i'm telling the story of sheep of the coop and so when i left television five years ago i flew the coop to start a video production business called stories to inspire and so about a year and a half after that the concept of a sheep of the coop documentary started to surface or or started to to come about and so i thought man wouldn't it be interesting to tell this story of flying the coop of comfort what it means when you step out on faith to do something 
else because you feel like there's just something more out there and to take those stories to go out interview other women and just kind of explore this this concept of it's a universal theme really I think this concept of getting out of the coop of comfort so that's how it all began and from there from that the idea of the film we started meetup groups we started doing events and we've created a song and so there are all these things that have come out of that concept but really it's it's just a platform to share stories of flying the coop and so uh i guess i can start with mine right you want to interview me (laughs) by the way my husband has a name his name is philip but his nickname is Bam. Yes, Bam. He's been called that since he was a kid. It's stuck. And so pretty much everybody knows him as Bam. So I'll refer to him as Babe or Bam. Okay, baby. <laughs> he refers to me as just baby. So, babe, do you want to start with some questions? Yeah. Oh, I'm asking you questions. You're asking me questions, silly. Okay, so with this, um, I guess with this pilot, how are you feeling so far about this first episode of your podcast? Um, well, it is pretty interesting since we're laying in the bed. <laughs> we're laying in the bed. I thought at first I said, you know what? Maybe this shouldn't be called Chief of the Coop. Maybe we should call this Pillow Talk. Because that's what it really is right now. Um, how am I feeling about the first episode of the podcast? To be honest, I think it actually um, sparks a topic that is that is great for this first podcast. And that is just getting started, taking a step. Even when you don't know everything, you start somewhere. And that has been the story over and over repeatedly behind everything that I've done, whether it was in taking a step towards becoming a television reporter, whether it was taking a step to leave television reporting and start a business, whether it was taking a step to launch a documentary. In all of my career, it has always been about taking a step when I couldn't see the entire path. And so that's how I feel about this podcast. I feel like this is very typical of my personality to just start somewhere and not have all of the pieces wrangle or hustle whoever I can to help me (laughs) today it was you (laughs) to get started and sometimes those things make for the best ideas because you there is no strategy behind it necessarily I do believe that there are times when you definitely need a strategy and you should take calculated risks certain times but I also think there are times when you just start Because if you sit too long, you think about it too long, you'll never do it. And so when I try to get my boo here to get uh, to help me out and be my co-host for episode, his response was, well, you know, babe, I'm not a media guy. Yes, I know you're not a media guy. He's like, I don't want to do a podcast. I know you don't want to do a podcast, but why don't you just get out of your comfort zone? That was my question to him. Get out of your comfort zone and just see what happens. What I do know is that he actually likes to talk. So I figured, why not? He could do this with me, right? How are you feeling now that you are out of your comfort zone? I don't know if I'm so much out of my comfort zone. I just, I feel like my life is in danger. (laughs) uh, What? From being threatened to do this. (laughs) 
more, more so. Your life is in danger. Yeah, you're right. Because the reality is, I would have bugged him and chased him around the house all day with this phone saying, babe, help me do this podcast. Babe, help me do this podcast. So he finally decided, you know what, just so she'll be quiet, just like most men do. Because she, I want her to be quiet, I'm just going to go ahead and do this and get this over with. And then she'll leave me alone. Was that pretty much the whole theory behind it? The whole reason behind it? Pretty much. And I just thought of another amazing idea, though, a little bit off topic, but it does have to do with the podcast. What's that? Since it's your first one. What? You know what would have been pretty cool? What? If you were to name this pillow top. What? To set up your tripod with your camera. Yeah. And for each podcast, we're laying in the bed talking. I don't know if people want to see all that, babe. Video, just talking, I mean, in silk pajamas, three-piece. Silk pajamas? You know. I don't Silk pajamas on a regular basis. I'm saying, babe, to keep it. Decent. I mean, well, you're flannel? lucky if I got like flannel. Yeah, flannel. Flannel button. <laughs> flannel button up and pants. Flannel button up is more my style. Okay. Silk pajamas, babe. Nah, I think that's in your imagination. But, or flannel, however you want it, babe. I'm just saying. It may, it was just a thought. So then you could just be late. We could be laying here in the bed talking, and although people can listen to us. Maybe on a YouTube channel or something, they could actually watch it as well. Yeah, we'll see. But see, my point and the point of this conversation as I'm starting to talk is that when you start taking a step, right, things just start to happen automatically. And so here we are, we took a step, we decided we'll just do it for fun, right? We'll start this podcast and just honestly, my thought was if it sucks, no one will ever hear it. Um, but I'm starting to think you might hear it after all, um, even with all of the mistakes and the, you know, the ums and the this and the that, because I want you to see what it it, it is like authentically. Right, babe? Uh, yeah. (laughs) I just want you to get an authentic perspective on how an idea is brought to life and how once you bring that idea to life, it creates uh, more ideas and more concepts and then you follow that step and then you follow the next step and before you know it, you're off and running and you could have never figured that out if you hadn't taken a step at all. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, co-host, I need another question from you. So... Um, how are you feeling at this point in the stages of where you see sh- as far as the direction for she flew the coop? I guess this is the way I'm trying to ask the question with where you are in respects to where you see it going. How are you feeling about what stage the actual movement is in? Well, it's been five years since I flew the coop from television. And what I'm learning through this documentary, which is taking so much energy, um, is that it's really about discovering yourself, discovering yourself and figuring out what is it that keeps you cooped up? What is it that keeps you in the cage? And when I started this journey, I initially thought it was entrepreneurial, right? So I'm thinking flying the coop means you're leaving your nine to five to start a business. And since I've started, I realized that that's not really what she flew the coop is. It's not really what flying the coop is. Flying the coop is just flying the coop of comfort. It's getting over the fear to do something that you would not normally do and seeing where it takes you. 
And so with this so-called movement, what I'm realizing is that I just keep fumbling. You know, you fumble, you pick pick it up and you keep on moving. And that that has been the key all along because we've had some major failures, some major setbacks. I tried to, to launch a um, crowdfunding campaign that failed for my film, which, which uh, launched me into having to film it myself. But having worked in television for many years, I was set up and had the skill set to do that. I didn't want to because that seems like a ton of work to do everything yourself. Uh, so I wanted to hire a crew. But when I couldn't, I said, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway, and I'll do it myself. And it ended up becoming a better project because it became more authentic. And um, and so I'm just figuring my way out through this platform, which I absolutely love because it is teaching people how to step out on their own. What do you think, babe? No, that's great. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, you've kind of watched from the sidelines even mm-hmm. before we got married of how this has developed. And um, and so you've seen the highs and the lows. Yeah. What what has been your takeaway? Um, I definitely can see and relate to what you just said and just seeing how the message has evolved. Um, as your life has evolved and um, I think that the message even in itself will take on different meanings through life because I think we never arrive and any person who's open and who desires to grow and learn will always be evolving. So because of that, the message of the coop will be an evolving message. It's like, hey, now that I've gotten here, what's next? And what obstacles, what fears, what what can be in the way of keeping me of doing what's next? And um For me, I think um I think this journey over the past not just five years, because I really believe flying the coop for me started many, many years before that. Um, I can trace it back to becoming a young mother when I was 19 years old and having my son and and just flying the coop at that time. For me, that meant becoming becoming a mom at a, such a young age. And then I got married and, you know, that it didn't work out. But I, you know, eventually... Um, went on and finished college and went on and uh, became a a reporter, which was always my dream job. But I had to fly the coop over and over and over again because there were so many obstacles in my way or what I thought were obstacles. And I worked really, really hard. But I learned in that process that no matter what people say about you, um, you, you are capable of much more than you think, much more than you think. And a lot of that goes back to taking a step I mean it really does boil down to just taking a step and and having the tenacity and the perseverance to continue to move forward even when life gets really really hard because we know that it gets really hard right and 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 to fall doesn't mean to fail and 
in life. Do not let when you fall. And for that matter, and, and for that fact, maybe maybe you do fail. And then you get up and you try again. But never let falling, a shortcoming, never let an obstacle, never let hitting a brick wall or or um, becoming unsuccessful at trying something. Never let those things define you. Uh, I think that's part of what the coop, you know, stepping up, flying out of the coop, coop means to 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 persevere. Regardless of what happens, do not allow situations to define you. Do not allow do not allow outside influences and people to affect and define you. You know, you whenever you have a goal, whenever you have a vision, move forward on that vision and do it in faith. So, babe, I'm curious. What about you? What when can you ever remember a time where you stepped out of your comfort zone? Um let me think. What about when you started singing and you started working with the Urban Ministry Center? Oh, definitely. Um, well, that, I guess with the music, because I, I was always pretty good in music, I think the um, the area of me stepping out of my comfort zone was when I really started to write and arrange my own music and put it out for the public to hear. I guess I was always self-conscious on, I don't know if this is good enough. If I do this, does this sound corny? Does this sound, is it, you know, is this something that people will accept? And once I, um, I guess as my life changed and, you know, my spirituality, I became more aware of my spirituality than my confidence and, and the purpose of doing what I did allowed me to step out and um and operating that gift and because of it, it it has brought so many opportunities it has brought so much exposure and so many it's built so many relationships and been able to make so many connections and just so people know what the urban ministry center is what is that so the urban ministry center is basically a um it's an organization a nonprofit organization that helps with um, well, what we would typically call the homeless community, um, they they rather take on um, the term neighbors and basically, you know, call people that are in that situation. Look at it more so as a transition uh, situation, but it's a it's a ministry to help the homeless community. Um, they provide lunch uh, 365 days a week. I mean, a year. <laughs> They um they allow for for the people there to do their laundry. They they do so many different things for the homeless community, basically. And so, what was cool about that, that and what you loved so much, was that you actually were able to create a choir that traveled with the homeless community, right? Well, yeah, the choir was one of five organizations that were through a program called Community Nine Four Five that had arts, uh, choir, gardening. Uh, homeless soccer, as well as um, homeless helping home, homeless helping homeless. But yeah, the choir was the newest of the five programs, and yeah, it was a great experience that I was able to help to start. And we went around throughout the community, being able to help others. Right. And what did music. you learn through that experience? Because I, I guess you can look at that as as flying the coop, right? As getting out of your comfort zone, starting something new, doing something you're passionate about. 
and what was it that um I guess what I guess the question is what skills were developed through that process um uh, let me see what skills were developed um I guess more than anything I don't know if if I want to talk about a skill level but definitely my awareness of of prejudging of being patient of knowing that you can never judge a book by its cover and that we all connect and and are the same on some level and I'm not and I'm talking about the human race you know yeah. rather rather rich poor black white yellow brown green whatever we all have a strand that's in common when it comes to the human race and with me being a part of that program I was I was able to see that firsthand and what do you think I mean this might be this is kind of one of those really thoughtful or thought-provoking questions I guess but what is it that you think that we all kind of desire um at the root honestly I think everybody at the root needs to know whether they realize it or not why are they here Mm. why were we put here Mm. that's yeah I mean essentially that's that question of what is my purpose is something that people often ask uh, through the She Flew the Coop platform. It's something that I feel like I set out to discover when I took that leap and when I've taken leaps throughout my life. And so I think, and that's a huge one. What is your purpose on this, this earth? What are you here to do? What is your gift what is your calling? How can you use that in a way to um, bless others? And so, absolutely, what is your purpose? I think that I think that's a great question. I'm losing my co-host. I'm not sure what's going on. I think he's distracted by by a phone call. But um, but absolutely, I think purpose is is key, and that's that's a that's a common question that comes up, which brings me. To the next question is how do you discover your purpose? And I think once again that ties back to taking a step, taking a step in the right direction and you know just moving forward even when you can't see all of the path. Um, I think that's really, really, really important is to take that step. So that brings me to the end of this podcast because I lost my co-host and Really, this was just a trial run, and I wanted to introduce myself and introduce what we're doing through She Flew the Coop and also give you some nuggets of wisdom. So I will go ahead and sign off for the day. I don't know when the next podcast will be. Didn't even know when I woke up this morning that I'd be starting a podcast, but I'm sure it's going to get better, and I'm sure we're going to have some amazing guests and interviews and share stories, and so I look forward to seeing you, hearing from you, uh, during the next few podcasts. If you want to follow us, we're on Facebook as She Flew the Coop, Instagram as She Flew the Coop, and Twitter as She Flew the Coop. Again, this is Sarah Batista. Thank you for listening to the She Flew the Coop first episode podcast. <laughs> <laughs>